0: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's Bombus.com slash ACAST, code ACAST.
2: Welcome to the Cow Corner Podcast with me, the dolly dropper, James Hurl, Mr. Birmingham League Tun, Andy Harrison, Jamie Martindale, and the king of the hoppers, Joss Elliott. For your latest dose of all things Shropshire cricket.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the Cow Corner podcast. Myself, Jamie Martindale, have been given the task of the introduction tonight. Uh, tonight we are socially distanced outside of Joss's home, the Penguin Boat Club, and we are joined by the dolly dropper, James Hurl, king of the hoppers. Jo- Jonathan, oh shit, I forgot your surname, Elliot. Jonathan Elliott, <laughs> Mr. Birmingham League Tun himself, Mr. Andrew Harrison, and we have a special guest with us tonight, and I will pass over to Mr. Birmingham League ton, Andy Harrison himself, to introduce him.
3: Okay, so the special guest tonight is Matty Hartshorn. How are hey! you, Matthew? I'm
4: good, thank you. How is everyone? All well, hopefully?
2: Hey, welcome. Welcome, welcome Matt. Matty. It's uh, good, to good to have a... Um, well, enemy of the podcast on the pod. We thought we'd mix it
1: up this time. What were our thoughts, Jamie? Well, he is an enemy of the podcast. I mean, he hasn't listened to the last six, has he? So he's got no idea what we're talking about, if we have any follow-ups from previous podcasts. Is um, that real? Uh, do, you, do you not listen to you, the
4: podcast? You don't, do you? I do listen to some of them. Maybe not all of them. I thought AJ was the only enemy of the podcast.
3: Well, AJ's not an enemy, mate. You're the new enemy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but welcome to the podcast. <laughs>
2: No, yeah, I think it's it's about time, obviously, given everything that was going on last season, that we kind of throw the olive branch out there to the Mary Webb contingent of Shropshire Cricket.
3: Are we going to get rid of the Mary Webb title, James, and call <laughs> them uh, Ponsford Cricket Club again, or <laughs> what, what are we going to do? Do you think we should do that for an evening?
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, welcome, Matty. Um, How have, have you been um, locked down, quarantining? Even
4: Yeah, I've been good. I've been doing lots of cycling, lots of exercise. I've been working all the way through as well, so I haven't really key home. worker yeah key worker so i've been doing lots of cycling as i said because the gym shot so
5: you've athlete. been clocking up the miles haven't you Matty? i've seen uh senior strava stats yeah. you've been uh I've quite keen on the old cycling
4: yeah i've just passed over a thousand miles this week during lockdown so I've been keeping
1: keeping busy
5: good work well done mate
1: can i ask Matty, are you one of those people that feels the need to put on your mileage how many calories you've lost you know every single thing you do like walk down the stairs and put it on social media
4: um, sometimes I do, yeah, but okay. not as bad as others. i got
1: to say, Jamie,
3: it's probably worse than your Twitter, so, <laughs> <yeah>.
1: <laughs> Well, that's a tough crowd. <laughs> i got a lot of laughs around
3: this
2: table, <laughs> <laughs> did not <doesn't> it? <laughs> uh, so, Matty, yeah, everything being locked down, are y- y- you missing the cricket match?
4: Yeah, I'm missing it, though, to be Like, if I play tomorrow, if I really, would like but I play Tuesdays, Saturdays, Sundays, a big part of my life, and I suppose it's for other people as well. Missing it does have an impact on the year. Uh,
5: so in terms of um, in practice netting, Matty, what what are we up to? Are they, um, are they active with netting and things?
4: No, we haven't had a single practice, to be honest with you. I'm not going to lie, there's been the offer this week, the nets are open, but the weather has turned a bit worse this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: So difficult, I mean, because Al- we, we're not allowed to do anything because we're obviously affected by the Welsh Cricket Board, so it's difficult for us. I know Centel have started doing things, I think you said Beacon are open, Jamie?
1: Uh, yeah I think so yeah, yeah. um for for groups of up to six isn't it yeah. but no one's no it's one's it, been yet yeah it's but diff- I think difficult they are, they times, are
5: open. and like I think I think Matt said to me earlier that you have to book 24 hours in advance if you want to net yeah. to to I'm the same as Matt and I think it's it's more of a spontaneous thing I might go down for a net so it's quite difficult to decide 24 hours in advance
1: yeah yeah I totally agree
5: just out of interest, are your nets
1: in Wales? Are they, uh, Joss? Yeah. Is that is that part in Wales? Is Albre- Albre- the whole, the but, whole but but basically, Wales. basically,
5: we have to listen to both cricket right. boards, yeah. and I, I, we have to take worst case scenario. I think so. We have to listen to the Welsh cricket board. See, it's it's a it's a strange situation.
2: But yeah. So we've we've obviously brought this up, and um, in the last week or so, we've been moved to level three, or we've actually been introduced to what the levels were in the first place when we're well uh, three months in now it's, it's a bit interesting what's everyone's thoughts on uh, reaching obviously level four which is uh, restricted games of cricket how, d- how how are we looking
3: I've um, I, I've had a look at a few few bits and bobs and um, with some of the rules that could be brought into cricket um, it's one thing that I'm, I'm looking at the most and with the, the social distancing and, and, and the rules it could apply if we do get back to cricket. I, I actually don't know if I want to play this season, or if we just want to give it, yeah. if I, or if I just want to write it off. And I don't know what other people think. Mm. Um, I've been playing golf with a lot of the Sentinel lads, and uh, um, Ed Ashby's one of them. Obviously, whose work is within cricket. Um, he's keen. Obviously, we're all keen. We all want to play cricket. But um, do players want to go out there and, and, like, you know, not shine the ball, not be able to stand in the slips, or you know, it, it's it's going to be really tough because it, it's that mm. cricket.
2: That's my question. It it was something that we were talking about earlier, wasn't it, Joss, about the whole kind of element of cricket and what may may be going on. And I mentioned myself, similar to what you were saying, Andy, that in my head, mentally, I've kind of written off the idea of playing cricket. So if we got cricket, great. But also in the same way, I'm not sure how I'd react to it in that way.
5: And and I think you you get two camps, and I think we've got them both around this table. You've got those, like myself, who are absolutely desperate to play and would play tomorrow if something was set up and you've got others like uh, James doesn't mind me saying that, that saying if there's restrictions like you're not allowed slips or the keeper's not allowed to stand up then it's not properly cricket and I get that as well so therefore why bother if it's, if it's not the game as we know it so I don't know if you want to comment Jamie on that yeah, no I, th-
1: I think I think it would be good for us to know what the restrictions are going to be but obviously we don't know that do we so it's hard to sort of comment but yeah like you said if you're not allowed slips if you're not allowed to stand up if you're a wicketkeeper um I just think, I just think, is it cricket? Is it worthwhile? I mean, I don't, I don't know until until you see the rules or the new restrictions. I think it's hard to say. My my biggest worry is
3: not being able to get close enough to the umpire to pay him to give me a few wickets. That's, <laughs> that's no, but my on, biggest it,
1: on, on a serious note, that's another one. Can you run past the umpire when you're bowling? Well, they they, <laughs> they showed they
2: showed that cricket game from Guernsey, didn't they, the other day, and it was like they're running past the umpire they're all using the same cricket ball catching throwing to each other but when it came yeah. to celebration had to air high five which i thought was a bit
5: it, it's strange. an absolute <laughs> nonsense when you think they're all handling the same ball and they're passing it back to the bowler after every delivery it's a reason a lot of afternoon during our conversation double standards you know it, it can be on your hands it can go onto the ball and go to the next person so where do you draw the line
4: mm. i'm a bit unsure about this stage four really because I'd rather just skip from stage three straight to stage five. Mm.
5: Well, excuse my ignorance. What, what's what's the difference between stage three and stage four?
4: Stage four is it's like a social distance game. So like as Jamie said, would the keeper stand up? Whereas stage yeah. five is back to normal. It's back, yeah, yeah, So
1: okay. Is
4: that in between? Do we want that in between?
1: <laughs> do we do we want it for potentially one month? Is it worth it? the
2: end of the summer do, do you think though that if we are going to be playing regionalised friendlies which I think everyone's kind of accepted now would be the only way that we'd get any cricket really do, do you think that kind of it, it's the rules would be in place just for the sake of the rules being in place and then when teams get to play in the friendlies they just go look we'll just
5: And, and that's exactly what I think will happen to be the, the equivalent of underground cricket going on mm. so you might have a couple of clubs that have a good relationship with each other that two captains get together and say Let, look let's have a game just a friendly just so we can actually have a game mm. and disregard the rules and mm. no one needs to know any any different because it's not yeah. a league game and it's up to us what we do And yeah. the, I, yeah, it shouldn't happen but i'm just saying mm. it's quite likely that it will if people want to play
2: it, yeah it's been interesting it's been something that i've been thinking about as well because i was uh, i've been chatting to a few people and it's was, it was brought up that someone was like well i'm actually quite interested in going and playing for other clubs so it may just be a case that you don't have to because they're being friendly games you don't necessarily have to pay for the club that you play for on a saturday so yeah, maybe a good interesting way that you can if you wanted to go and try out uh, another club you could
1: have you had some offers james or <laughs> <laughs> i presume offers, that's a no no, no 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 offers to
2: stay away <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, talking about getting back to playing cricket, and one of the biggest things that's coming up in the next well next month or so, and I see Andy's wearing the memorability well the replicas at the moment is England are coming back to play cricket against the West Indies, and I don't know about you guys, it's marked off on my calendar. I think I am be taking a bit of holiday just to uh, kind of indulge in some Test cricket. What What are our thoughts?
3: Well, I've been enjoying my golf at the moment, and the golf's back on, so I'm watching out on the telly. Uh, but the, the chance to watch cricket again will be massive for me. I, I'm really struggling with the football. Um, I've watched a bit of the Bundesliga um, playing with no fans. and it, it just doesn't seem right to me. It's just not my cup of tea. But the cricket, it, it's going to be back. I mean, watching Test cricket, you hardly hear the crowd anyway, do you, half the time? So, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure I could watch the cricket with, without any fans. Um, have you
1: not watched the Bundesliga with crowd noise
3: I have but I just don't I, it's I
1: think it's a lot better with crowd noise I've got to be honest it's a not lot, the same I've heard a lot, oh, of English,
3: a lot of the English games are going to be done with crowd noise yeah. apparently you can get it on um, From EA Sports on your, yeah, It's you? yeah to be fair I hope, I hope it is better but um, again playing behind closed doors I mean cricket I, I could sit there and watch cricket all day so I'm looking forward to this tour and I'm glad Pakistan have agreed to the back end of the summer so we might get some cricket
5: what I'm excited about is the fact that it's going to be on B- the highlights are going to be on BBC. Mm. Not having Sky Sports myself, and that to me is massive. I I'm really pleased I'll be able to watch the highlights on on BBC.
2: Yeah, especially with it obviously is. the England uh, West Indies 1991 game being replayed. Um, Don't tell the me other result. Day the result on the highlights. T- I wasn't born then. <laughs> uh, were you not? I think I was about two. Uh, but yeah, those highlights have been on. It's Josh was 32. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Batting average of two. <laughs> but no, yeah, <laughs> that was when I
1: was good. <laughs> when was but, that? <laughs>
2: but yes, yeah, so it's all good stuff. And uh, yeah, let's move on to what we're going to have in this show. On episode 19 of the Cow Corner podcast. We debate who should make the best 11 made up of players who have never Played in the Shropshire Prem. We chat to Matt Hartshorn about his career and all things Pontsbury Cricket Club. We introduce a new quick fire feature where we ask who you associate with each Shropshire Cricket Club. We chat about the latest updates in Shropshire Cricket and much much more in another bumper episode of the Cow Corner Podcast. Okay, and now we move on to the section which we kind of flirted with last week, but now we've actually come prepared. It is the best non-Prem eleven, so the best players not to have played in the Shropshire County Cricket League Premier Division, and uh, I think it best <laughs> the best person to talk us through this is Mr Premier League himself, Andy Harrison. Andy, off you go, my man.
3: Right, so we've, um, we've come up, we've had loads of uh, suggestions on uh, uh, Twitter and uh, Bits and Bobs. So um, we've really found it hard, to be fair. It's, it's difficult. We think we've got an 11 we're happy with. And uh, we're going to start off with the first one. Uh, and number one, we've gone with Owen Morris from Pondsbury. Um, had a bit of experience about him, he's, he's a good, uh, destructive opener. And I think we'll go over to our guest, Matty Hartshaw, to talk about him there. Uh, go ahead, Matt. Yeah,
4: um, Owen, opening batsman, quite aggressive. I uh, remember him hitting you for a big six on finals there at Wichord. We want to talk about that. We still won the cup. Yeah, I've obviously spent quite a lot of time batting with Owen, opening the batting. And in Division 1, he's scored a lot of hundreds. And mm. was captain, so captain the first team for two years, very good captain. And potentially... Has the ability to play Premier League cricket, but he's pon- he's a Pontypridd lad, and you got to admire that.
2: Yeah, f- very good player. Whenever I've seen him play, always put on a good performance, and uh, someone who was mentioned across Instagram and on Twitter, so a very popular sh- shout there. And yeah,
3: and uh, yeah, obviously I've I've had good experiences from seeing him in in the midweek, and he's someone that you know Grasshoppers have have kept an eye on, so. You know, you never know where he's going to go in the future and he, he could be a Prem Cricketer if he decides to move on. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, definitely number one. A great choice. And number two, we move on to Mr. Mark Gilbert, someone that um, a few of the lads on here don't know. Me and Joss, uh, we remember him from back in the day. Uh, yeah, he was played,
5: played against Gilead Trissel a few times. Yeah, he seems to score runs, or did at the time, score regularly. Trice
3: captain, wasn't he, for a long yeah, time? Right, yeah, it's um, Great character, wasn't he, Joss?
5: Yeah, yeah, great guy and Really, yeah, easy to talk to, to be fair mm. Have a pint the afterwards Yeah,
3: very very decent player as well And uh, bags of ability and, and, and yeah, as we say, did a great job as captain So uh, we might sneak him in as captain of a team after Might we? Yeah, fair play uh, And then number three We've gone for Nathan Whittingham uh, A Wheaton Aston player And uh, Mr James Hill knows a bit about him So can you explain?
2: Yeah, well, again, another person who came up across Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter, very popular, and uh, someone who's been scoring runs for a long time, uh, been playing for, well, on play cricket anyway, (laughs) he's got an overall average of 46, well, nearly pretty much 47, 60-50s, 6 tonnes in 12 years, and not to mention... Um, with the ball, he's got 417 wickets with a best of seven for six, with 21 five-wicket hauls. So, a, a, f- a fantastic player. And uh, well, shabby number three, is, is he? No, <laughs> not at all.
3: We'll take that at number three. Um, and then we've gone to number four, and uh, it's a condover lad. It's uh, Doug Farr um, someone who um, I, I've played against and seen. And uh, to be honest with you, when I was uh, captain of Kund, um had a real good look at him. Uh, He's a fantastic bat can bat anywhere from I'd say one one to five um, and he he was a very good bowler back in the day as well so a gr- another great all round cricketer um, anyone else on this table see much of him or
5: um, I, I've I've seen him score lots and lots of runs I didn't know he bowled actually so,
3: yeah he was yeah. a good bowler yeah, he's yeah quite, his brother quite bowler. his brother was more steady but he um, he had a bit of he had a lot of pace about him and had uh, plenty to give yeah he's a match winner Dougie sorry yeah, Josh he's a match a winner
1: Dougie far yeah. yeah, yeah, real, real right. good I've talent seen,
5: I've seen him opening the batting yeah. over on many occasions and consistently score runs. so yeah no argument for me on that selection
3: without a doubt somebody that I, I feel 100% fits in his team and uh, going on to number 5 is a player 100% would get in his team every day of the week. We mentioned him before, and it's Dave Howard. So, um, yeah, I'll pass this over to Jamie to explain.
1: Yeah, Dave's a fantastic rounder. Um, he's a fantastic captain. And although I joined Beacon when Steve Reese was captain, it was only sort of a month or two later Dave took over. And I played a lot of my cricket under Dave in my first couple of years at Beacon. Um, and I really, really enjoyed it. Really sort of rediscovered my love for the game. He's a fantastic captain, as I said, a fantastic rounder. He's obviously got a lot of commitments with football, only plays eight to ten cricket games a season. Um, but if he played twenty, or if he played most of the season, his stats would be fantastic. And I think he would, he would certainly give um, give it a go. Should we say to play in the Premier Division? And I'm certain, I'm certain there'll be plenty of Premier Division teams that would take him. But his, his availability is limited.
5: So, so he, he, I mean, if he prioritises football over cricket, he must be a, an incredible footballer because we all know how good a cricketer he is. Mm. is. Has there been any attempt to ask him to readdress his priorities? Uh, back in the
1: day, I guess, yeah, I mean, look. As it, a youngster, he was at Shrewsbury, um, went to Telford, played in the Welsh Premier. Um, he's at Ellesmere now, and look, it's 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 like it's a it's a paid hobby for him. You know what I mean? No, and it's, yeah. it's it's it would be very hard for him to turn down. I mean, I don't know how much money both he gets game, but but it's 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 a, a little sort of paid hobby for him. Yeah. Um, he's a he's a fantastic footballer. He takes it very seriously. You know, he's twenty seven, I think twenty eight, maybe. So he's coming into his prime, um, but he, no, he he will choose football so over cricket, which is eight, completely seven understandable. Seven,
5: eight, yeah, absolutely, yeah. But in seven, or eight years, perhaps his football, uh, his football might be on the way. Yeah, possibly, yeah, possibly, he might he might football, yeah, possibly, absolutely,
1: yeah. absolutely. You know, cricket, you'd think yeah. it would be a longer career. He's right. one of those, a bit like where we were talking about Starlings
2: earlier, or maybe we'll go on to later on, depending on whereabouts this goes in the podcast. That once you get them out, you know that you're you've got a pretty good chance of getting through. The rest of it, they are kind I'm of like the main, the main person, there, you yeah,
1: know. Yeah. He is, uh, uh, you know, I think, you know, we, we have a quite a good middle order at Beacon, but he is, when he is there, he does make us twice as good. You he know, he does make us twice as good. He
3: seems to me like one of them players, it's just an all-round, all just bag of talent. Like, you, you play against yeah. teams, and you look at the all-round cricket, like, at Sentinel, I always look up to Mal Serplett and you look at him, and you go, right, great bowler, great batsman. Um, in the field, bang, it just pull out a great catch. And that's the sort of player Dave reminds Dave, me of. Yeah, Dave is, he's, he's one of those. He's, he's match, pro- winner, match winner, match like winner. Match
1: winner. And he's probably one of those that has he's good at most sports, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you took him on at tennis or badminton, you'd be in a game, Not you know you. what I mean?
5: <laughs> 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 at school, there was always someone in the year, wasn't there, that, that was good at yeah, everybody's yeah, the sport. There was yeah. one person that's yeah. tonight in everything.
1: Yeah, and I think he's yeah. probably that. He won't be listening to this, though. So let's, yeah. You know. <laughs> let's move <laughs> on then. Okay.
3: <laughs> so we're going on to uh, number six, and someone personally in this lineup I look at and just think, wow, uh, and that is Will Askin, um, played for Lillishaw, Shifnal Twos, and I think he's—I'm pretty sure—is he's, he still at Shifnal Twos or is he back
5: at Lillishaw, Joss? I—I I don't think he's at Lillishaw, Um but I've, I've played against Will on a few occasions, and I'm I'm amazed he's not played prem or higher. If I'm honest with you, because he's destructive um, as a batsman, as a bowler, he'll he'll rip through a top order easily. He does incredible things with the ball. He swings it both ways. He's quick. Probably not quite as quick now. He's you know he's he's um, probably lost a yard as he's got a bit older. And I've seen him hit some of the biggest sixes I've ever mm. seen. He's he's um, phenomenal cricketer with, with with an eye that. I wish my eye was half as good as his, but yeah.
4: Didn't they used to bat in wicket keeping pads? Am would I be right uh, yeah. saying that?
5: We, me
3: and Joss have played many a time against Will, and he used to bat in wicket keeping pads, yeah. and they were literally down by his knees. Yeah. Um, he liked a bit of freedom. He were, he wasn't one of them flash lads that wears the full kit, the brand new white shirts, brand new pads, yeah. brand new gloves. I think he'd probably not wear gloves. He, he was one of them cricketers. He just turned up in what he was wearing. And his dogs really dog used to walk around his the dog, paint, uh, To be fair, there's a, a legendary story actually about um, his dog went into the field um, uh, at Kund. And all you could hear all day was. <laughs> and it was him killing a rabbit. Honestly, he used to walk around, kill all the rabbits and all sorts. And he'd come out the field. And what's, what's the yellow stuff in the field? What is it? The. Daffodils. Grass. No. <laughs> Wheat? Yeah, yeah, whatever it was. The, the yellow plant, what's it called? The, ye- the yellow plant. Don't for Bill? Rape? Right. Probably rape. It is rape, isn't it? But he used to walk in and he'd come out yellow. It's a massive rock one. He used to walk up and it would be covered in it. It was unbelievable. But um, Yeah, Will, Will was a great cricketer. Someone I've, ne- I've never seen a bloke who used to turn up, open the bowling, bowl, some absolute heat and then Boulder of a spin later on and finish off the tail he was that sort of cricketer so uh, he 100% made it in the lineup. so we're going to move on to number seven a player who I, I've played a lot of against um, the recent years he's played for Beacon, uh, Frankton and uh, lately Ponsbury um, and someone I'm very surprised hasn't played in the Prem and, and probably has dodged it a bit where he definitely could have played in the Prem cricket and that's Uri Pugh so we'll move on here to Jamie.
1: Yeah, fantastic wicketkeeper. We're, we're delighted to have him back um, for this season. Well, I suppose next season now, probably. Um, like you said, I think he is deserving of a wicketkeeping spot in the Premier League. I think his batting, there's room for improvement. He can bat. He, he pr- he's probably underachieved a little bit, and I think he'll tell you that, as a lot of us probably have, <laughs> um, in sort of this beacon side. But. He's got talent, and you know he's a really, really w- good wicketkeeper. As I said, we're, we're thrilled to have him back, and I- I'm struggling to think of many better than him. Um, that Have not played in the Premier Division.
5: He, he can also—he surprised me with his arm. He can actually bowl a bit as well. Seems yeah, to be yeah, bit. yeah.
1: And he bowled a little bit for Ponsbury as well. He, he bowled yeah. quite regularly for
4: us because obviously yeah. Mark Lewis is our wicketkeeper, who's absolute quality, mm. and uh, we use. Yuri ball quite often, and he can do a job.
5: Yeah, he's no mug mug with the ball. You know what the funny thing
1: is? I played against Yuri. Obviously, he's really, really good mate of mine, and um, I actually nicked off to him. I can't remember if it was a Saturday game or a midweek game. I can't remember, but he didn't appeal. Nobody appealed at Ponsbury. Did you walk? Absolutely not. Yeah, (laughs) nobody (laughs) walked. We all know Jamie doesn't walk. I don't walk. Absolutely not. But nobody appealed, and I mean Yuri would not have shut up about it for the next sixty years of our lives. But yeah. he didn't even appeal. No. Incredible. It? Was it, was it um, well I felt it <laughs> <But> nothing, <laughs> no, absolutely nothing.
3: I mean, to, to, be, to be fair, Jamie, I just just want to on this point, I just want to say, Yuri definitely is worthy of a, a, a premier spot. I think he's got yeah. a lot, a lot of work to do still. And I've I, I got to say, bowling at him, he um, I think when he gets a bit nervous, he plays a few. Do you um, know what, he, shots, I, would say,
1: I would say similar to me, we're not very good starters. But once he yeah, gets yeah, in exactly, and yeah, settles... Yeah, I agree, I um, agree. No, I totally agree with you. Yeah.
3: I think there's a lot of room for improvement, but seriously, you know, talking on here, um, Yuri Pugh is... He's one to watch out in the future I know he's, I don't know what he is, 26, 27 He's my
1: age, he's 20, well I'm 29 next week I But, was but we won't, so we're not doing he, my birthday But he, he, he still has a, a lot
3: to give And um, without a doubt he will play Premier Cricket
1: I have just received a Snapchat off him okay. By the way and uh, He looks horrific His moustache, well his moustache has always been bad But his beard, <laughs> I mean lockdown Has tri- uh, clearly not treated Talk him very well Talk about no well.
3: this is no shame, never he looks Absolutely
1: terrible, horrendous great. beard
3: um, Right anyway, so we're going to move on to number 8 and uh, we're going to go to Jimmy Hurley, and uh, we've picked Andrew Swarbrick, um, yeah. a Chirk player.
2: Yeah, so someone, someone who's brand new to the league, to be honest, and but heard good things, and obviously he's been told that he's. Pop- that many think that he's one of the best outside of the, outside of the Prem. Um, scored 300 odd runs last season with a top score of 83, and uh, infamously got that uh, nine for eight uh, last season. So. Yeah, definitely someone who uh, is going to be, well, I would assume, be key to Chirk's Chirk's success in Division 1 next season. We'll be able to get a better look at him and um, hopefully Jamie will and uh, Pudder will next season.
5: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he gets on um, up a division. Mm. And hope he performs just as well.
2: Yeah. I I was really looking forward to
4: going to Chirk this year. um, Obviously a new new grind for most people in Division 1, I would say, and we don't really know what to expect from him. So...
3: Grasshoppers have actually had a fixture at Chirk before. Okay. Um, quite a, a nice place to burn a sunny day. Apparently. Yeah. Um, it's it, it's it's very yeah. nice. To be fair, we we've, we've been there a few times. I played golf in Chirk as well. It's very and very and nice a, a pre-match and, uh, match. To, to be honest with you, from from what we hear <laughs> from obviously James, uh, running the pod tells us a lot of stuff about a lot of lads who unfortunately playing in different leagues we don't know a lot about. So it's going to be very interesting, and obviously we're going to hear from Jamie and uh, Pud too. Um, of what he's like next year hopefully so it'll be interesting so we're going to move on now and we're going to move on to a player that walks away from the game a little bit And uh, number 9 we've gone for Toby Ward who, uh, who played at Pondsbury and I've got to say this lad was absolutely superb and someone I, I expected to move on and play Prem Cricket but we'll move on to Matty and hear a bit more about him
4: um, when I first broke into the first team, Toby and Wils were opening the bowl, and as an opening partnership, those two were just unbelievable. And Toby's will to win and his competitiveness and determination, just as a young lad, it was, you you wouldn't dare miss field, you wouldn't dare catch up him. It was, it was absolutely fantastic. And I do believe if we did kept him at the club, we would be playing Premier League cricket now.
3: I, I, I totally agree, actually. Watching him when we were younger, um, I remember playing Pontsbury when they had Sean McCarthy and Matt Boswell, oh, Wesley, captain. Yeah. Um, and Toby, like it was sort of like your top two batsmen were fantastic, mm-hmm. and then you had your top two bowlers that were fantastic, yeah. and they were they were superb. So, and Toby was only young then, wasn't he? he, he was only can, young, like yeah. he
4: can hold a bat as well, Toby.
3: Yeah, he grew, didn't he? Yeah. What, what's he doing now then? Uh, he Matt?
4: uh, he's. An- I think he's a school teacher. I think he lives in Nantwich. I think. Okay. I think he plays rugby. Rugby, nice. Yeah, he's so. a big lad. When he, he yeah. grew, very, he was six foot odd. Yeah. He foot he was, f- he his, was his brother was supposed to be very good as well, but unfortunately, I'm a bit too young to sort of remember yeah. his brother. So well, I do
3: remember his brother, but yeah. I always thought Toby was a talent. So yeah. anyway, so moving on from uh, Toby Ward, and we're going to another player who was his partner, who we've already spo- uh, spoke about on this podcast tonight, and that is Steve Wilson, um, someone that I I'm in disbelief. Has not played Prem Cricket. And uh, we're going to go over to Joss here because Joss is someone that's played against him a lot.
5: Well, yeah, I've played, played against Steve an awful lot. He probably doesn't know who I am because I'm never at the crease for very long when he's bowling. <laughs> he, he just gets me every time. And, and he's been doing it, you know, as I said earlier on the podcast, he's been doing it for years and years. He, he's just consistent. He's on the money. He never, ever is expensive. Um, and he, he's just one of those bowlers that you just think God I hope I don't have to face him basically I mean, I mean Matty might want to elaborate because obviously you played with him for a few years now
4: who else? No he's just an absolute club legend to be honest with you. he gets 40, 50 wickets every year again he can hold a bat as well he, he's been batting 10, 11 for us but he could quite easily be batting 6 or 7 um, and he's available most weeks he, he just turns off with his bag over his shoulder eating a pizza probably while other teams are doing warm-ups and as soon as he gets the ball in his hand he's, mm. he's up for it like so
3: for, I, I've got to be honest with you I, I played against Steve Wilson for a very very long time to be fair yeah. and I've always been very impressed with his bowling I've always thought he could bat higher without a oh, doubt absolutely, yeah. uh, so I totally agree with what you said um, and, and one thing I noticed I played at Ellesmere College last year and Patrick Cubmore yeah. was captain of a gents game, a jump. Re- jump. Jets game yeah, yeah. Yeah, at Ellesmere College and Steve Wilson played and yeah. I was stood at slip because yeah. to be honest I'm too lazy to move so I had to go to slip and uh, I was watching Steve and he was doing bits with the ball seaming it swinging it both ways and I was just uh, and that's why he's got me out so many times to be honest with you like looking at it yeah. I, I couldn't believe it it was it was phenomenal to watch so yeah what a player and he definitely deserves to be there so what a 10 we've got there And and, and to be honest with you can we get any better so this number 11 is someone I mean to be honest with you I, I'm in my element here. I, I can't believe this, this lad's made it in the team. It's, it's a great pick. Number 11, we've gone with uh, the Kai Glass legend, Gary Davis. So we're just going to go through this team really quickly, uh, just to go through who, who's definitely in the team. Who's opening? Um, <laughs> so, so number one, uh, Ponsbury's Owen Morris. Uh, number two, Mark Gilbert, Trisel. Number three, Nathan Whittingham, Wheaton Assen. Number four, uh, Doug Farr, Condover. Uh, Number five, Dave Howarth, Beacon. Number six, Will Askin, Lillishawn Schiffnell. Number seven, Uri Pugh. Where is he now? Beacon. Back at Beacon. Uh, Number eight, uh, Andrew Swarbrick. Number nine, Toby Ward. Number ten, Steve Wilson. And number eleven, The Elusive, absolutely amazing. Gary Davis. I've got to say, what a fantastic 11. I've got it? to say that James Hill, the, the number one on the podcast, has been sat there thinking, why am I not in this team?
2: Um, <laughs> over to you, yeah. James Hill. Yes, yeah, so as we've mentioned, we did have some people who were mentioned who didn't quite make the team. Honourable mentions go to Conor uh Tom Duddleston, Alan Crump, Avi from Church Aston, Sav, Gary Chesters, Andy Perry, Aaron Ruffcock, Ash Thomas, Simon Palmer, Mike Turner, Chris Cook, Matty Cliff, Robbie Hartshorn, and Tom Duddleston. Joss Elliott surely has to be in there. Mike, sorry, Michael <laughs> Crawshaw, sorry, was also on there. Sam Morris was also on there, and Joss Elliott. Yes! Yay!
3: Well done, everyone. It's got to
2: mention. So, uh, having said that, let's just said on. it, <laughs> 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 let's move on to our next subject. Talking right about. now, so we've moved on from that, and Andy, uh, we've got a few questions for our special guest in something we're calling Ask Matty.
1: You know, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it
5: is, you've got one we call Matty.
2: Ask Pud. <laughs>
3: uh, well, this is the man we call Pud 2. Obviously, uh got, got a, quite a few questions to ask you, really. Um, so, obviously, you're a Ponsbury lad. Yeah. Uh, so that's why you ended up at Ponsbury. But when did you first hear about Cricket Club?
4: Um, I first heard about him um, when I was about eight years old. Went to junior training and then kind of went
3: from there. Okay, so w- so you started going to training. Did yeah. were you youth system at Ponsbury?
4: Yeah, played under elevens, thirteens, fifteens, then into the third team.
3: Okay. That's that's, that's really good. Y- your family play. So you got your brother Robbie.
4: Yeah, my brother plays, yeah. You've got your
3: old man playing as well. Yeah, he
4: sort of started playing when me and my brother started playing. So
3: Any any more family in the club or is it just the three?
4: Well
3: That was a trick question. Uh, <laughs> Um, so, so um, obviously, you've, you've, you've worked your way up to the, the first team, but how long did it take you to make it into the first team?
4: Um, I think i come first team regularly when I was 19. So, okay. quite a while
5: ago. So, so Matty, um, a couple of years ago, you had done, I think it was half a season or so, at Alba Yeah. What, what prompted that? Was there some problems? Um,
4: yeah, just the captaincy at the time. The uh, I suppose a lot of people have issues with getting people to captain first teams. I don't know, but we couldn't get a captain for the first team, so the bloke who took charge probably wasn't good enough to be in the first team, but no one wanted to do the captaincy. A bit, yeah, maybe right. a bit like Beacon the other year when Steve Reese was captain, I know, just an example. So...
5: Or, or <laughs>
4: so, I kind of wasn't very happy with the way he was captain of the team, but none of us really wanted to take it on.
3: Did Did you ever think about stepping up yourself? Just Just being honest, I, I you've captained before, so...
4: Yeah, I actually did it the season before, but we really struggled and there's a lot of off the field stuff that goes with captaincy which i didn't really want to take on all for myself i would captain the team on the field not any issues with that whatsoever but there's all the the off-field stuff that comes with it Mm this wasn't for me
5: um i mean for me mm -hmm. having seen you play a lot more since you were out to me you would be nailed on first team you weren't necessarily automatically first team presumably did you hope to be in the
4: first? Obviously, I knew I probably wouldn't break into the first team straight away, but yeah. I played a couple of games in seconds, got 93 in the second game for the second team, uh, and didn't get picked for the first team the week after, and that's a bit hard to answer with. You. And then I was up and down really for the rest of the season. I mean, there was blokes in that first team that was averaging four, and I couldn't get in, and it's a bit hard for me to take that to answer with. You. I know the captain at the time I only always knew when the captain at the time wanted to keep the lads that have been loyal I understand that now yeah. but yeah. at the time it's, it's a bit hard yeah, to take it
3: is, it is tough to break into teams yeah. we've all been through it I think and uh, yeah everyone's got a role to play in a team and uh, looking at your cricket the way you play it's obviously you've got you've got your role and if, if a club's got players that play that role already it is hard to break in but yeah, fair play to you. did you, it
2: a did try. You, did you kind of feel like the team at Overby, the first eleven at Albury was kind of set, and that it would take something uh, quite drastic to get in there?
4: Yeah, like I said I got I got ninety three for the second team, and then not to get picked, and there's lads that haven't been scoring runs all season. Mm-hmm. Like that was a bit hard for me to take. Would you say it was kind of
2: like a a, a face a face doesn't fit kind of thing?
4: I'm not really sure. To be honest, with you. it's down to the captain, isn't it? Who he picks.
5: So, um, so moving on from that slightly, you, you skipped the midweek team last year.
4: Yeah, I really enjoyed that. And
5: You, you got a lot of runs as well.
4: Yeah. yeah, it does help when people drop you. To be fair, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, to be honest,
5: that's yeah. not
1: what you said about the other very first
5: game. <laughs> 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 so, did, did you, you're not doing it this year, though. I understand.
1: Um, well, I, obviously,
5: obviously, we're not playing it this year, but you.
4: I couldn't commit.
2: Going back to Ponsbury, what, what what would you say are, are the main players who you kind of look up to in the team?
4: Obviously, Steve Wilson is the main player you look up to in Ponsbury. He's an absolute legend of the club. Um, apart from Steve, I'm probably the next oldest in the first team, so there isn't really that many senior pros to look up to, to be honest with you. Do really. you
2: feel like you have to set an example to uh, Ponsbury players as a team as you've kind of gone on? Do you feel as though you have no, to take that responsibility? Yeah. The
4: last couple of years I have, when youngsters like James Cherm coming into the first 11 I feel like a bit responsible that they need to sort of understand what the first team
1: level is all about one experienced player that's sort of hit the headlines this season or last season rather is Mike Bellamore Um, someone who's played in the threes a couple of times took a little bit of flack if we're being completely honest around Shropshire for it can I just ask as a Ponsbury player what your thoughts are on that Mm -hmm. Obviously, when he
4: plays in the threes, it's an
1: absolute massive loss to the first team with bat ball,
4: and his catching. Yeah. He, he can come in and absolutely destroy a team with a bat. Um, the reason he plays in the third is because he wants to play with his son, Finley, who's coming through and is quite promising. There are, I know you've stated Ponsbury for this, but there are other clubs that have players that play at the level perhaps a bit below themselves. Yeah. So it's not, we, feel, we felt a bit come at with that. Yeah. We've all, we've, all,
3: we've all talked about it. I mean, um, I remember um, Andy Flan got a ban, didn't he, from playing, I think, third-team cricket because he, I think it was a ban, but he, I know, I he, 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 something happened with Andy Flan because Andy Flan unfortunately, couldn't play Saturdays and he's a talented cricketer. Andy, yeah, Andy's yeah. a first-team bowman yeah, cricketer. Yeah, he's playing bowman yeah, 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 play cricketer. He's was now all but he, he was a first-team bowman cricketer and he was playing thirds, I think, because yeah. uh, he could only play Sundays due to work. But he was scoring hundreds of fun because he is a talented batsman. Um, and I, I just think you know, it's you've got to be honest. It, it's all about a balance, but it's obviously it's catch
1: twenty two with is that, isn't
3: it? I can understand why Bellamore wants to play thirteen cricket. Completely understand. Oh, absolutely. play with his son, yeah, and that's yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. But I actually, from what I've heard about him and what I've seen of him midweek, when I've watched the game on the on the he can hit a long, long way yeah. He's a very good batsman. He's a good player.
2: Talk, talk, talking of last season, obviously Mike Bellamore was one of the main topics from a end, but also one of the main topics was. Um, your the, the season that your first 11 had, having such an amazing start. Um, were you disappointed not to finish it off? Um, looking back at it now, I've never played Premier
4: League cricket and that was probably my only chance to play and possibly get promoted to the Premier League. So looking back pers- from a personal level, I do sort of regret not finishing uh, doing the final hurdle of getting promoted.
3: Be- being honest, <laughs> um, I, I think I spoke to you about this before, but were there players in the team that didn't want to get promoted? And, and uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, we're not we're not trying to have a go or anything. I just want to know because it is the standard up is yeah. quite a long way. We, we um, tibiotic, I know from yeah. being Kun's captain yeah. that going up you, you do worry a bit and you think who are we going to sign? And when you don't sign anyone, it's a tough season. D- is, is
4: that why you decided yeah. to go
5: down instead? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: if we if we went up, I honestly don't think I know the lads probably. Mistake me first. I don't think we'd have won the game. That's how big I think mm. the gap is. So the incentive to maybe not go up mm. is like, do you want like where Shelton are equipped to go up, and they've gone up. They've got players who can play at that level. We've probably got two or three.
5: But but you I mean you obviously play every game to win. You, you know? Oh yeah no, no yeah yeah. yeah. So, is it, so you're not you're
4: not throwing games?
2: No no. There was talk when you talk about a lot of clubs kind of how they finish is normally kind of how teams start. Are you worried going into the next season that you have whenever it starts with Ponsby that the, 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 effect, the knock-on effect of the poor form may continue? Or do you think that um, it won't, won't make much difference? Well, we've lost two
4: players this year to a Telford side. Who are they, sorry? Just two juniors that we brought oh, okay. up. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we haven't added anybody. Pat's had a baby. Will Mike play in the third team? Like James said, am I worried? Yeah, a little bit. But we've just think, got I we've just got, got, got to go and enjoy our cricket. You've got enjoyed, a, you've got yeah. some
3: good cricketers there. You really do. I I, I actually really rate um, I sort mean. of yourself, um, uh, Morris, Mr. Morris, who opens the batting. To,
5: to to me, they're one of those teams Pat, where you, you've player. got. You could name eight or nine batsmen, but you know that three or four of them will come off. Yeah, got I think a, you've, like, got, you've got to you know, get everyone on when the we pitch. we played you last game of yeah.
3: season last year, yeah. your, your brother. I think the bulk of, of your squad. No, The squad is good enough in Division One. Yeah, I, don't, I couldn't see you going down in Division One, but I thought last season when you did really well, it was something that was was great to see from our point of view as as a show we want to talk about things and Ponsbury doing well was one we really wanted to talk about because yeah. you were flying last season it, it was really it good was good to see and I tell you what some of the lads you've got now like young Dan um, Dan Walker, Walker. Walker. he yeah. looks is. absolutely and you've got to keep people like him you got Sam Morris coming through as well you got you got some good youngsters there I, I'm really <laughs> impressed with some of them
2: I think going back to something that matty said earlier about not being Shelton being equipped and then being equipped but at the end of the day for half of that season you were leading them quite comfortably and that would to me would suggest that you probably if you win the league and you're the best then you're the best team to go into the into the premier division yeah I think the gap between division
4: one and the Premier League is Massive.
5: Yeah, I, I agree with that. Absolutely I massive. But but, but I, I do think as, lo- as long as you've got Steve Wilson playing for you and Mike Bellamore and the hardcore that you've got, you're easily a Division 1 side. P- pushing for Prem. No, I, I, I totally true. agree with that. I it's think,
3: think Ponderbury are equipped to be a Division 1 team for a long time I mean look at Albelbury Cricket Club yeah. when was the last time they moved to the division they've been there yeah. for years yeah. and it's because, because it's, they got Mark James it's because like no no it's, it's not just them it's Ginge it's, it's uh, yeah. Milo it's yeah, Sav uh, and they've all been there and I think Ponsbury yeah. really I think out of a lot of clubs looking at Ponsbury you've got a good group a similar age group that all play together and I think uh, it's uh, they're young, actually, young uh, when you, you young. Yeah. The second oldest, there's a, a lot of potential there. That, that, I mean that, that's, that's a massive fantastic. thing that's a massive thing as well and Wilson is class yeah, yeah. if, if He's he got injured got it. Or, or retired he then is then might have still a, got it that not
2: so putting you on the spot next season where do you think you finish
4: um, I'd be happy if you stayed up to be honest with you I think
5: there are, like,
4: I'm not sure who's come up Cherk have come up. we don't really know a lot about them
5: Wellington second, Wellington's second,
4: and Welford second. So obviously that depends on availability from their first team. They could be strong, they could be weak. One, wi- it's one when you play them like, mm-hmm. so it could be quite difficult. I don't. I think we've got like a little mini league with ourselves, all very knocking Beacon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That we look to try and finish on top of.
5: Yeah, mm-hmm.
4: I think I think that's and the same. And then the points the we can, g- the points we can get from anyone else are just a bonus.
5: So, uh, Pud's your regular scorer, isn't he? How, how, how good is he at that? I know he's <laughs> fanatical <laughs> about the game, but how's he scoring? He, uh,
4: he scores every week for us. Gets us the extra point, or whatever it is nowadays. It's nowadays. worth 20, 22 yeah. points a season. Isn't it? So he's, he's a club man. He does raises funds behind the scenes, which maybe he doesn't get the appreciation that he should for that. Yeah, He's available every week for whatever team he's picked for. Because He's, he, he,
5: he, he's <laughs> probably one of the most... Known people in Shropshire cricket, yes, just because of his recruiting or tries to do, I should say. It is it, it how, how is it? How, how it, you know, is, is he really well liked at Ponsby? Is he? We, we all love him, yeah, you know, he's great yeah. as a character, yeah, he's enthusiastic. But, uh, so, how, how do you guys look at him? Yeah, everyone, I'm just
4: curious. everyone loves Paddene, he? he's he's such a good lad. When he was when we were on tour last year, he uh, famously locked the, he roomed on his own was going for a shower and I've uh seen the photos yes famously locked himself out of his own room trying to chase us down the corridor <laughs> realizing he couldn't get back in so i go down to reception
2: in his boxes Brilliant. which wasn't a good sight.
5: that's class yes. absolute class yeah. cheers matty yeah okay Sorry,
2: thank you very much matty that was really interesting a really interesting insight into Pontsbury as a cricket club as well um anyway so let's move on to our next segment
5: so during these days when there's no cricket being played, we have to come up with ideas of what we can talk about. And I've decided that we're going to go around the table, list a few clubs, and ask each of our guests tonight who they most associate with those clubs. They're not allowed to give it any thought whatsoever, so they just put on the spot. That's your club. Which individual do do you associate with that club the most? And then we'll have a quick chat about it. I've got a list of about 15 clubs, so we'll go around the table. So. In no particular order, uh, the clubs are in no particular order. I'm going to go clockwise around the table. So the first club for you, Matty Hartshorn, Beacon. Mike Turner. Me, me. Jamie. Me. Oh. Jamie. Adam no, Phillips. Phillips. Adam Steve Reese. I say Steve oh. Reese as well. Oh, oh. Steve Reese. So well, who did you
1: go for, Jamie? I went for myself. Someone else <laughs> too.
5: You went for yourself. So we got.
2: A who of goes of for themselves? Me. Adam, Adam, Adam Phillips. Adam Mr. Phillips. Mr. Beacon. Come on.
5: I get that, absolutely, because I think him and Steve, as far as I'm aware, have been there from the outset. Correct. Quite instrumental in setting the club up. So Correct. I can absolutely understand that. So, next club, we're going to go anti-clockwise this time. The club is Andy Harrison over to you. Is Pondsbury. Uh, Steve Wilson. James Sir.
1: <laughs> Tom Duddleston.
5: Jamie Martinell.
1: Pud one. Ooh. Pud two. Hey.
5: Matt. Thomas Duddleston. I'm going with Steve Wilson. It sounds like me and Anthony compared now hey, to... Hey, hey. Let both Steve Wilson. Let, let's have it
3: right. Steve Wilson is an absolute class act.
2: To be honest, though, when we talk about Tom Duddleston as well, he, he puts a lot of... He's another one of these unsung heroes, someone who puts a lot of graft into the club and, you know, synonymous with Pomsbury, I mean... I don't think anyone in Shropshire Cricket hasn't had a nice, friendly message from Pudder. He is is head of recruitment and he's fantastic.
3: Everyone at this table, please put your hand up if you've been asked by Pud to join Ponsbury. That's unanimous, unanimous. It's, it's not unanimous It's the only one that has <laughs> not been asked um, to, be,
5: to be fair you were only asking cricketers <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> yeah. to, to be fair he, he's a stalwart of the club he loves Ponsbury Cricket Club he wants to get new players in every year he texts mm. about everyone in Shropshire Cricket uh, It's at least
4: 15. Um, and I've got to
3: say this he won the
5: 2000
3: think think it was 18 bowling award indoor. at Indoor, indoor. at Podscreen. So, so well done, Pod. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and I'll tell you what, his enthusiasm, if we all had that enthusiasm, the game would be in a much better shape. He is, Mr. Here, Cricket, here, here. He's fantastic. Here, here, here. Anyway, moving on. Next club, I'm going to go to James Hurl first. The club is St. George's.
2: Nazakta. The Millers. Millers. Jamie Griffiths.
5: I'm going for Matt Conley. So, so you got Naz there, Hurley?
2: Synonymous, synonymous Naz actile with many a depressing day through uh, St George's, mainly just because we got bowled out uh, quite quickly yeah, by yeah, his we've um got a history of not doing well there, His we? bowling. Um Yeah, so, yeah so I don't think I need to say much more than that, really. Yeah. I went for
3: Jamie Griffiths because he probably scored the best oh. tons um I've ever seen against Kund. And me and Joe both said at the end of the game, Wow, who's this lad? So uh Fair play, yeah. Very good cricketer. And uh, the, the Millers obviously come to your head, but Jamie Griffiths, yeah.
5: So moving on. Next club, starting with Matt again. Uh, Ludlow.
3: Luke
4: Miles.
5: Andy.
2: Sam Edwards.
5: Early.
2: Yeah, I think I'd go uh, Sam Edwards too. Jamie. Will Sparrow.
5: Oh, good yeah. shout, good Ooh. shout. Yes, actually, yeah. yeah. So I, I've gone for Luke Miles because Matt did. Matt, why did you go for Luke Miles? Um, Obviously,
4: we play against Acton Scott for Grasshoppers on a yeah. Sunday and he plays for them. So and he
5: scored 150, didn't he? A couple of yeah, I didn't either. play that
4: game, but I've okay. played against him a few times now for Acton Scott and he's a decent player.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I went for um, S- Sam Edwards as well, but honourable mention to Matt Porter, who is the uh, Shropshire County Cricket League admin. He also does a lot of stuff for Ludlow yeah. and uh, promotes the cause as well.
5: So, so so Jamie, Will Sparrow, interesting choice
1: Yeah I mean similar to similarly sorry, to um, St George's I don't know too many players at Ludlow But I do remember 7-8 um, years ago when I was uh, at Shelton We were playing at home and we were getting absolutely battered And I was facing a hat-trick ball from Will Sparrow And he bowled it well outside off stump And I just remember him begging the umpire to give it a wide So he could have one more ball at me <laughs> to try and get his hat-trick And he probably would have bowled me to be honest But um yeah, that's that's my memory of Will Sparrow. Uh, but he's a good player, Will Sparrow, isn't he?
3: He's a good player. I've had some good experiences against uh, Will Sparrow. Yeah. He's a good player. He, he can do a bit of everything, really. I've, I've watched him in the nets bowling seam-up, but he's a, he's a spinner. He he looked decent. He's a good bat. He, he's he's won lot, low, a lot of games. and He did make a move to Bridge North. I don't think it was last year. It was the year before. I think so, yeah. Yeah, a year before. and He, he, he was decent, but unfortunately it didn't work for him he's back at Ludlow where he, where he belongs really it's, uh, it's his club so
5: ok moving on so I've got quite a lot of clubs to go for so next one uh, I'll start off with this one the club is knocking I'm going for Hugh Morris Andy over to you Hugh Morris James Hill, Steve Gray Jamie Martinell, Jack Jones Steve Matthew. Gray Steve Gray so we've got two Hugh Morrises two Steve Grays and Jack Jones so the next one starting with Andy Harrison the club is Kund Graham Tree. Hurley. Graham Troy. Jamie Martino. Graham Troy Matty Hartson. Troy. I'm saying Troy. The first unanimous Easy. easy. I, I am quite surprised. I will say though that Kevin Hamer didn't get a vote.
2: Yeah, he was close. He was close. Yeah. It was a toss-up. Kevin
5: Ken- Ke- does an awful lot but Tr- Troy, he, he's, he's played there as far as I know forever. So the next one starts with Jamie Bermier-Heath. Uh, well, Tom. I need to say yeah. <laughs> Even
1: Matty. though he's not there.
5: <laughs> Jamie Dean. I'm gonna say Chris Stevens.
2: Chris Stevens. Um, so I go Edinburgh or Blaw. I'll go. I'll go Blaw. Sam Blaw.
5: So for me, Chris Stevens. Uh, very. I mean, he's quite a sharp bowler. I think he had Charles at Worcester. Um, one of the quickest I I faced. Obviously, I don't play at as high level as most people around this table. Um, but I've rated it, and to me, I just associate him with Ben Heath. And you, you went for Chris yeah, as Yeah,
3: well. t- totally agree, mate. Um, there's something about Chris that. He, um, he had a bit of pace about him uh, a fair few years ago, definitely. But now, um, one thing you notice with Chris is even when he plays in the Premies, he has lost a yard of pace, is just what he does with the ball. Um, he's not a big swinger of the ball, but he hits the seam a lot. And his seam movement is a big part of his game. So, he's a very impressive bowler. And, I mean, I don't think Boomer would be where they have been the last few years without Chris, mm. to be honest with you. And that's yeah, why did. I always think of Chris.
5: Yeah, and Sam, Sam Bloor, early?
2: Yeah, Sam Bloor, just known him for a long time. Uh, long only now. recently, you know, moved away from Bowmer, I think, hasn't he? He's gone to Which- Wellington. Wellington yeah. and, oh, um, but that yeah, was Mr. covered on Mr. the transfer Room section, uh, Mr anyway, <laughs> moving on.
5: OK, so next club, I'm going to start with Matty Hartz on u Dave Anthony. I, I'm saying John Anthony.
3: Die Brown.
1: Die Brown. Brown. I'm also going to go for Mad Dime Brown.
5: <laughs> Dying man. kept his chocolate lane. <laughs> so, um, David Antey, Matty. Um,
4: I don't think I've ever scored over ten against New Town, and he's cleaned me up most of those times. I think
5: he's quite sharp, and he, to be fair, um, I've gone for John Antey because um, he, he's a nice guy, John. Whenever I play against him, he, you know, he's very chatty. He'll come and have a chat. Very competitive on the pitch, and I've seen him bowl. I've seen him bowl some um, some absolute jaffers. He. he uh, not that it needs to be a Jaffa to get me, but he's, he's had me a couple of times. Andy, the, the, the Di Brown, yeah,
3: the other with Di Brown. Di Brown, uh, absolute legend um, o- over the years, to be fair. Kund versus uh, Newtown has been some, some tasty clashes. I know that um, Joe Yap's had a few tasty clashes with the, the Antonies and it's, it's been real tasty games. and Di Brown has always been the lovely bloke in the middle, he's calmed it down, and he's just just a great, a good cricketer. And, and I'd like to have known what he was like back in the day, but he's just a nice bloke, and I, I, he really and, is a voice of you know, reason. He, he's just getting nicer as well. I mean I, I, he's don't,
5: I, don't, awesome. I, don't, I don't know the guy well, but we played in town last year. Yeah. yeah, he was hugging me. He's, he's just, just, a lo- just I, turn up, yeah. I
3: turn up, I turn up, I have a handshake with him, a hug, and he's just I'm such a nice shit. bloke.
5: So next club starts from maybe Martin now.
2: Simon Dodds. Simon
4: Dodds. That's Matthew,
5: John Mansell. John Mansell Jr. for me.
2: John Mansell Sr. Simon Dodds.
5: Hurley, Simon Dodds.
2: Simon Dodds. Don't think I really need to explain any more than that, Mister. Uh, for me, he's just Condover.
5: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get that. I absolutely get that because he's a great bloke as well. Mister.
1: Condover just joined Nantwich. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's moved. because he's moved. Well, right, he's moved. Know, to be
5: fair, um, he's a great yeah. bloke, Dodds. He's fantastic.
1: Yeah. One of the nicest blokes yeah. on the circuit. Yeah, good
5: for him. Guarantees me this. Well. Fair, fair play to uh, fair play. Um, myself and and Matty both went for John Mansell Jr. For me, um, I don't play Condover. Outdoor that often, but I play them indoor more. And when when John Junior is playing, he's a handful. An indoor player, he's you know he's, he's a very very good bowler. You went for John, John Mansfield Senior,
3: yeah. um Obviously, John To, to be fun. honest with you, just one of the nicest blokes in cricket. Every time I see him, I have a smile on my face, and we we have a chat and a shake of hand. He's he's a lovely bloke, and you know I, I don't think I've ever seen a bloke who is I, I I'm not being rude, but I I think he's about mid-70s now, uh, John Mansell Senior, and he's still playing, he's still wicket-keeping, his enthusiasm's absolutely phenomenal, and there's there's not many players that have played at that age, around Shropshire cricket, like the Faulkners at um, uh, 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 Iscoid, and and they're just legends of cricket, because when we're kids and we grow up, that's the enthusiasm we need to push us on, so... uh, yeah, John, John was without a doubt one I could pick um, and I totally agree with Dodzy on the other votes because Dodsey's a, an absolute superstar but yeah, John yeah, Mansell yeah, Sr. Yeah, for yeah, me thank yeah.
5: you Okay, uh, yeah, that's a good shout Actually, and, and, and to be fair he's still quite nimble behind the stumps as well at whatever age he is so fair play Okay, moving on uh, Starting with you Andy or Scott? Uh, Carl Starling James? I'm going to go Carl Starling Jamie?
1: Any Starling you like
5: <laughs> Matt? Twink? I'm going Carl Starling as well. So, it's a Starling clean sweep. Um, for me, Carl has, he, he's been their leading run scorer. I don't have the stats in front of me, but I would imagine for the last 20, 25 years, he's always the man you want to get out. If you get Carl out, you think you're halfway through their, through their bloody team. Um, I don't I know what you
3: think. Well, me, me and you, Joss, were on the receiving end one year. Um, and uh, I... Unfortunately, ended up with a Shropshire record at the time, um, but Carl had a Shropshire record for runs scored in the game, two hundred thirty-six, I think it was, and I had a record of nineteen overs, two wickets for one hundred and fifty-nine. Jesus, um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was one of them days. I was only, I was only sixteen, and uh, you could you could bowl a lot of overs back then.
5: There were no buys, and I was wicketkeeper just want to mention that? I think, I think Joss might have <laughs> no, dropped him miss. a few times. We, we did, we, we did, did Joss, did you drop we, him on the no, five? <laughs> we, we
3: did drop him a few times. I remember bowling and he got I dropped did. on 99 and a few others. But it was, it was one of them games where we had no bowlers and I just had to keep bowling. And the worst thing was, the story behind this, it, it makes it even worse for me, unfortunately, um, is I was on a hat trick at the end. So I'd been bashed around all day by Carl Starling. I'd ripped two wickets out, bang, bang. I was on a hat trick and they declared.
5: Okay, so moving on then, I think. Um, Starting with Hurley, Frankton.
2: Jordan Parry. Tom, Tom Wilkie.
5: Baseball. Matty. Tom Wilkie. I'm going Jordan Parry. Jordan, Jordan. Parry, 100%. So, Jamie, Matt, you have Tom Wilkie.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think his stats last year were phenomenal, weren't they? Um And I haven't played against Frankton too often. Um, I know they've been in the Premier League for quite a while recently, apart from last year. But Tom Wilkie's a fine player. I know he got 150 against somebody, didn't he? I think it was Aubrey, actually. Was yeah, it against Oldby? Yeah. Yeah. No, were you two bowling?
5: <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a good player he's Tom. a very good I, player I, signed, he hits the ball on lot he, hit, he hits it hard
3: yeah. I signed Tom and, and we were talking about him earlier actually Luke Miles and Ludlow we signed both of them in one season at Kund good and we really did not quite do it and they both went back to their clubs and it was a real big change but both you could tell they just they had it they had so much ability and, and look at them now I mean they're both Prem Brigadiers and they're both in the Prem now so I completely agree with that call for uh, Wilkie yeah. great call
5: I mean, for me, for me, Jordan, um, playing Frankton indoor, which I do more than outdoor obviously, because because the prem will be in the prem. Um, he's a great bloke, Jordan, and oh, as far so as I know, he, he's always been at Frankton. He's a good guy. You always have a chat, um, and and he's all He can bat, he can bowl. He kicks wicket indoor.
4: Rex and in He's me. just
3: an absolute, absolute first class bloke, isn't he? Yeah. He's he's just one of them blokes. Turns up to cricket straight away. puts a smile on your face. You have a good laugh. He doesn't take it too serious. I'll tell you one exactly thing. Right. He's probably the best cricket I've ever seen that doesn't take it serious because he's just so steady. He's so good. Yeah. But he just doesn't care. Yeah. And that, that, that's how good he is. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's, yeah. He could do anything, that boy, if he put his mind to it. Really could.
5: OK. Uh, uh, the, one, the one final game, final club, we're going for game four, starting with Matty is acting Reynolds.
4: Uh, Foxy.
5: I'm going AD Hudson.
2: I'm going ad Hudson. I'm going to go Graham Hughes.
5: Ooh, good chat, Guy Johnson. Guy Johnson, good shout again. Shelton yeah. mm-hmm. I've gone for because he's been he's been at Reynolds for I uh, probably thirty five mm-hmm. years. I think he he kept, I play for Reynolds at, uh, at and he's captain now. He, he does a great job, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, got time for He Hits the ball mm-hmm. hard. He when he when he gets in, he, he's quite destructive with the bat. And mm-hmm. he got yeah, it's my
3: grassroots where I started. Played seconds first. Mm-hmm. Um, Aidy Hudson was just such a lovely bloke and he was always there and I've had the fortunate um, chance to play for Acton Reynolds again in door and as I say doubles winners he was captain so main man, well done Aidy,
5: deserved that as well Yeah,
2: absolutely. Graham Hughes Uh, Yeah well my my early memories of Acton Reynolds were John Ashton and Andy Harrison but more recently Graham Hughes and I think he's a top bloke and he does a lot for the club as well and Actively promotes them all over the place. So yeah, it's a top bloke. Yeah. Great.
5: So, um, so we've we've covered a few clubs there. Apologies, we haven't done everyone, but you, you have know, to be nominated. <laughs> it's taken us long <laughs> right <now>. So apologies <laughs> to those clubs that wanted us to discuss them. Maybe we can do it on the next podcast or in the future. Let us know. Um, back back to our, our compare. Be a bit well this. done, Josh. <laughs> well done, Josh.
2: Hey, well done, Josser. Brilliant. Great idea as well. Yeah, so uh interesting game there. And uh just rounding up the podcast really. Um another good one. And we're still interested to hear your players for best prem eleven and uh, something that's gonna be going on to the pod. I know we like doing our topical elevens. The next one is gonna be uh, best drinking eleven. Um so feel free to get those in. What about my birthday eleven? Oh well, the birthday eleven kind of
5: also known as the birthday four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. We do only, we do only have four. <laughs> they
2: conceded.
1: <laughs> so i year ruined my birthday.
2: Get get, get your yeah. suggestions in. Any any so far, lads? Any any off the top of your head?
3: Drinking eleven. I think I might slip in there. I I don't know about.
5: No know. no oh, no oh, no! You oh, absolute idiots! It's a pun thing. Not not
1: just the heaviest drinkers. Oh, oh. dear.
5: Oh, 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 Heaviest
1: cricketers you'd be in. Where do
2: we give find it? Give us, give, us an, give us an example. Uh, Maybe they're just ahead of Mike Gatti. Just, an he, example
5: would be, for example. Mike Pims.
2: Mike Pims. Wendell Magnus. Wendell Magnus, you know. Do you get it now, Andrew? I get it. Carl Carlin. <laughs> Carl Carlin. <laughs> Jim Cadwallader.
3: We've get them all away now, yeah. I'll tell you what, we don't need to do it now, we don't need to do
1: it, oh, it now. Oh, I'll tell you what, I've got a better Who's idea. We'll do my corona? birthday eleven. <laughs> Who's Corona? That's all I to know. Tom uh, Corona Eshi. <laughs> just, just off the top of my head, that one. <laughs>
2: Obviously. Uh, anyway. Um, Not really,
1: because he'll I had a whole list of them. <laughs>
2: Anyway, uh, another good podcast, and thank you very much, Matty, for coming on board. And yeah, uh, thank you very much, Jamie. Uh, Thank you, James. Thank you very much, Joss.
5: Cheers, early, It's been good.
2: Thank you very much, Andy. Always a pleasure. And thank you very much, Bud. Thank you, thank you very much, Matty. Come on. Thank you very much, Matty.
5: Stay alert, stay safe.
2: Thank you very much, Matty.
5: Uh,
4: Thanks for having me. Hope everyone stays safe, safe and healthy. Thank you very much Matty. Thanks for having me, hope everyone stays safe and healthy. (laughs) Stay
1: alert, control the virus, save lives. (laughs)